Hey everybody, on this episode, I sit down with Valerie J. Lawrence, and she opens up about her struggles with weight, injuries, and pain. She's battling depression, injuries, and immobility. We launch a contest to name her crippling of an inner voice, and we hatch a plan to kill it. We also look forward and lay out a path to mobility and health. So sit down, strap in, tune in, and turn up this very after-school special-like episode of Tony on the Mic. Our story begins as these stories often It was funny because you said no one's going to care about your wins in Pop Warner. They're just going to judge you on, and my inner voice said, your weight. Do you try to be as healthy as possible? I'm not talking to you, Tony. It is absolutely devastating that I could spend so much time actually doing all the steps and this makes me want to eat. I want a cry, Cairo. You, the mach- cry? you can cry, it's okay. <laughs> the, the cryogenic machine? That's so weird and, and then mom and dad didn't have sex for another 20 years and then they and had, had you. me. I have to say that's the most amazing story I ever heard. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you listen to this fine podcast product. My name is Tony Lawrence, and I'm Tony on the mic today. My guest, Valerie J. Lawrence. Woo-hoo! Say hello to the folks, Valerie. Hello, folks. Today we're going to talk about Valerie's current and past struggle with her weight. Yes. And she got caught in the dreaded loop of I'm overweight and can't need to exercise, but I can't exercise because I just hurt my knees or your ankles or your everything, back, yeah. right? Whatever happened. So then you gain more weight, which made it harder to exercise and they won't work on your knees until you, is your knees your primary? Well, my knees are workable. That's a diagnosis that they understand. I have no cartilage. Right. So there's a surgery that can be done that will help that, but they won't do it until I lose weight. Mm -hmm. There's also tendonitis and fibromyalgia and other things that can be offset a little bit by losing weight, but that's not necessarily a cure because that's all magical. It'll be mitigated, but not fixed. Correct. Okay. What's your earliest memory about being overweight? I don't remember not being overweight. I believe that I've always been fat. I believe that people have referenced me as fat. Always. I don't Uh know of a time when that wasn't the issue. Now, you've seen some of the pictures of us as little kids. And what what is your reaction to those pictures? I was fat. I don't think you were. I think... Little maybe in diapers? Well, the picture of us looking through the door in diapers is we're adorable. adorable. It's so cute. <laughs> and, of course, that doesn't, that doesn't really translate into anything. But also... I was really tall for my age, so people would say things like, you're a big girl. And mm-hmm. it eventually, or I don't know when, but that transferred in my head to, you're a fat girl. 
So I don't know that I've ever felt normal-sized. And how is that shaped? The... Interestingly, I feel very normal on stage. So my degree in theater arts, which is uh, my bachelor's and my degree in theater arts, which is also my master's, uh, makes sense because I feel the right size on stage. But everywhere else in my life, I feel too big. I feel like I'm taking up too much room i'm in the way i am fat i'm just a fat person and you're you're here and you say that and it rings true it makes me sad because you do act often like oh let me get out of your way oh let me let me do and and you're not i mean we love you we want you around and you're just i mean you're in the way don't get me wrong but (laughs) no but no more than dad or (laughs) (laughs) bj when he comes over or the dog or anything i mean everybody's in my way yeah i can't feel that difference i don't i don't feel that i feel like in the winter it's awful when you have to wear a coat Mm -hmm. because that even makes more of you yeah i always feel like i am blocking someone or hampering someone and people in very normal ways um not about me as a fat person but me as just a person if you sit next to somebody in a theater or whether movie theater or live who's gonna get the armrest you right well i never feel i should get the armrest and i sit if somebody i don't know sits next to me I sit um, keeping my arms so wrapped around myself that I am in no way hampering either side from using the armrest because I already feel my legs are going to touch them because my legs are wider than everybody else's. My butt is going to touch if there's no metal between the seats. So I always feel I'm in someone's space. So I have to try to remove myself. Now, what about when you're with, and it it makes me sad. It makes me hard. It's hard to hear that because, like, I love having you here. And (laughs) I never feel like you're in the way or that you're, but, but I absolutely see that you do feel like you're in the way a lot and, and you're not. So is it is it just in like like when you're swimming does that do you feel um i don't necessarily feel in the way in the pool because i can move quicker out of the way yeah and with most people in the pool it has been very we're working together everything is great Sometimes I'm in the pool and I feel there's not enough room for me and the other person. But I feel the other person should go. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) That's your pool. That's my pool. That's my pool for this summer. That's my space that I can move, which, you know, for the past... 
five years for sure. Movement, I'm dis disabled and movement is really hard. So the concept that I feel in the way and the concept I can't get out of the way is a double whammy. Hmm. Now, it, it's an interesting paradox because when you're in the pool, you're very graceful, you're very mobile, you're very, you know, getting around and then you get out of the pool and it becomes very difficult right. to walk and to get anywhere. So that's... It starts getting out of the pool. Right. Like, I, Every... the first step is golden <laughs> step two it's just like welcome to hell <laughs> and it just gets worse yeah as you get closer well and then the the waitlist it's it's too bad I, I wish there was a easy access all the time for and it it is it's easy here because it's literally just right out the back door right. but even I mean, and even that, I mean, I do sometimes. I'm like, Ugh, I just don't want to get in the water because I don't want to dry off, and I, you know, and it's a hassle. <laughs> it is to to get in and out. So if you have to get in a car or walk a half a mile or whatever, people people minimize some of that. You are saying that there were long stretches of time you couldn't get out of bed, that you were just bedridden for periods of time with depression. Yeah, yeah, and that couldn't have helped everything else right um so i was always overweight and then when i went on the road as a stand-up comic i went from doing musical theater and dancing every night and walking two to three miles to work and home and whatever ever exercise i got i was very mobile i could do whatever i wanted and i wasn't skinny i i was fat but i was really healthy yeah but then i went on the road and just the switch of the not walking the not doing dance practice i gained a hundred pounds in a year wow and people say oh because you ate fast food and you did this and you did that no i i i took carrots and apples and i made food to be like as healthy as possible on the road which isn't to say i didn't ever eat right. fast food but i really tried not to yeah. i i saw the weight was coming on and there was no time to exercise because you're driving because i was performing, driving or sleeping exactly yeah no, I remember when I got into the pool business for the for the first time. Every job I ever had, I always set up next to a gym, or I always joined a gym, right? You know, next to it, so that before work or whatever, I can go work out. When I got in the pool business, it was in my car. Now, granted, I was up and down, but it was a Chris sandwich from Burger King for breakfast. It was a ultimate cheeseburger for lunch it was a you know double quesadilla taco whatever for dinner and i put on 30 pounds in the first year just because i ate everything because it's cheap right it's fast and it you can, can eat it in the car and i can eat it on the way to the next stop yes yeah and i don't know what the answer is my answer is yeah was have you seen i try and load a cooler every day 
and say, this is what I'm eating today. And usually I do pretty good. Sometimes I break it. And it, especially if you think about, like, I have to eat it in the car. Yeah. Sometimes people pack things. Yeah. Like salads. Yeah. You can't eat that and drive. No. And so that was, <laughs> I would be on the road and I'd have a bag of carrots, which I, you know, um, peeled. Okay. In the hotel, put them back in the bag, kept them in the cooler, and I'd pull them out and eat them, and that'd be great. But sometimes you're just like, I don't want a carrot. Yeah. I want something else. But what could you eat the, in the car right. that was delicious and not a carrot and not fast food? Not much. No. There, it, it really cuts... Things down, like no, even a sandwich that you make is yeah. hard to pull out of a cooler because it doesn't have all the goo keeping the yeah. spread together. <laughs> yeah, all the delicious fast oh, yeah. food goo. The fat, the the goo is good. The goo is great, but it's not great for us. No, no. it's not good for anybody. So, um, your strategy—you seem to be in a better place. Are you? faking it <laughs> <laughs> i'm not faking it there there are things that are really great and things that i've had to accept and you've seen me deal with things i've had to accept like i thought once i worked out for a little bit getting in and out of the pool would just be easier period right, right. period that hasn't happened. No. I thought once I could move, um, I had weight loss surgery in March and I just wasn't losing very much weight. And I really felt it was because of my lack of movement. I was doing some stuff. I was doing some chair dancing. I was doing um, some stretches, some some dancing. Um chair dancing like aerobics steps to the side oh. and then just i'm dancing in my chair two different things oh okay <laughs> so chair dancing and then a set of dancing in your chair right okay so there, there was there's a guy going okay we're going step to the left step to the left or just putting on a song that you like and doing movement that keeps your body going okay so i i wasn't losing weight even though i was doing close to 30 minutes a day of exercise it wasn't working so i thought once i got here and could exercise that way it was going to drop off i thought so too that did not happen mm. and that killed me that was absolutely devastating in a way that really made me rethink some of my life choices. Um, not my theater degree, but the weight loss surgery seems... And looking back on the material, they said one of the things that could happen is I had a gastric... I had a sleeve gastrectomy is okay. where they remove uh, two-thirds of your stomach ish and so you up and but the rest of your digestive system is in track um intact so 
one of the things that can happen with that surgery is it doesn't work. Like you just don't lose weight. And they have to do the gastric bypass surgery, which not only makes your stomach smaller, but also cuts out a lot of your digestive tract. See, now I thought that's what you had. No, I had the sleeve gastrectomy because I have inflammation, and they're not sure what's causing the inflammation. Um, There's a possibility of autoimmune something. Lupus? Not it's not lupus. That's I the only audio lupus. to me. I, I didn't get that. I, I learned that from House. Yeah, it's not lupus. It's always lupus on House. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had Doctor House just come yeah. and tell me what's going on. <laughs> um, and the tendonitis is also inflammatory, as is arthritis. Yeah. So I take anti-inflammatories normally. I haven't been because of the surgery, and I can't for a year. Ooh. But yeah, so it's a lot less painful with the anti-inflammatory medicine. But because I'm not on those, well, because I'm on those, I had to have this surgery. surgery the other yeah. surgery, you can't ever take them again. Ever? Ever. Well, I'm not supposed to take any anti-inflammatories. And, okay. and I don't. I, sh- I shouldn't say I'm not supposed to. Like I sneak some every now and then. <laughs> I don't. Um, yeah, I can't take. Uh, Aleve or uh, Advil or I, I'm not sure about aspirin. I said I can take Tylenol. Oh, you can't take any NSAIDs. Yes. Right. So any I have, I can't take any NSAIDs. Anti-inflammatory. Right. I also have, but even though I can't take NSAIDs, I take Meloxicam, which. Uh, what, what is that? Meloxicam is an anti-inflammatory a pain reliever type pill. So it is an anti-inflammatory. Yes. Okay. And I love my meloxicam. And I wonder if I could take that. I believe so. I'll ask my doctor. Yeah, I mean, don't yeah. trust me. Don't worry. Because I took the wrong <laughs> surgery. <laughs> don't worry. I'm not, not going to you for medical advice. Uh, no, oh, <laughs> there's some things. Because I saw every episode of ER... And the first, like, eight or nine seasons of Grey's Anatomy. So I've basically been to med school. I'll see that and raise you every episode of House and every episode of Doogie Howser. I never saw Doogie. Really? I did not watch the Doog. That's crazy. When I was working in Santa Monica for Bed Bath & Beyond, the show was still on, and Neil Patrick Harris came in shopping, and it was hysterical because he had... He's probably early 20s, maybe. I can't remember. But he had his, like, the sleeveless shirt. He had a tattoo. He had an earring. He had his hair <laughs> kind of spiked. And, like, he's doing everything he can to be the anti-Doogie. You know, because, right. you know, I, I imagine you've, you're tr- you're playing a... I can imagine a 15, that 15, 16-year-old doctor or whatever that you would get tired of everybody patting you on the head and telling you how cute you are on the show. Neil Patrick Harris is the greatest. He's great. Neil Patrick Harris. I'm I'm a fan. What does your doctor say you... Now, do you have different doctors? Like, do you have a nutritionist and a... I do have my bariatric surgery team. So there is a dietitian and my doctor's team of people. Okay. I also have... 
a nutritionist who teaches my weight loss class. Now, is that specific to the bariatric? No. Okay. It is Kaiser's um, weight management course. And the premise of the course is you have to treat your body right whether you're trying to lose weight or you're at your perfect weight. And you have to love your body. Like some of the things we do are really horrible for our bodies. Like what? Um, so in college, I didn't want anyone to see me eat. So I would drink water or drink coffee or drink Diet Coke. And I would take diet pills so no one ever saw me eat. And then when I was alone, I would... And sometimes I was with people for two or three, four days. So I just didn't eat. But then I would get home and I would eat a loaf of bread just standing at the bed, bread drawer. Just like mm. eat it. Yeah. Um, so that's not good. No, no. I mean, I, I imagine you may get some conflicting advice from these two entities. It would seem like yes. the bariatric would be one very specific type thing and the kaiser weight loss advisor council or whatever would would i mean i imagine a lot of it would align but i also would think it'd be a completely different approach well one of the things that the weight loss class deals with and i've taken it several times and you can is different food issues so if you have an issue with binge eating or eating for rewards, or eating for punishment, emotional eating, stress eating. You know, there are all these different triggers. Now, have you identified any of your triggers? Yes, I've identified, um, I have a, a very strong grazing issue, like uh, oral fixation type thing. Right. Um, I used to be a thumb sucker. I, oh, I remember that. Yeah, I did it till I was 13, so... What? Yeah. I didn't remember that. I did it until my doctor, my orthodontist said, um, you keep pushing your teeth up, and I'm pulling your teeth down, and they're just going to fall out. And I stopped sucking my thumb that Dang, day. Dang, too bad they couldn't tell you that, like at eight. Right? <laughs> or, <laughs> just... or three. <laughs> Mom, Mom said I was just independent. I didn't have time for any... Even then, food. If something yeah. more interesting was going on, I'm like, I don't need to eat. Put my thumb in my mouth and go check it out. So I've obviously had this issue yeah. <laughs> about disregarding food for what's How going on. Long, right. And in a sense, it's paid off. I have tons of friends. I'm super popular. You I are. have. You are. <laughs> I enjoy being out. People enjoy my company. Yeah. So it's, it's that weird, I always feel in the way, but at the same time, I always fe feel people love me. Mm. So if somebody doesn't like me, I am just shocked. I'm like, let's talk about this. What exactly what, right. don't you like? <laughs> and let me tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's not me. You. <laughs> yeah. And I've had to like really try to swallow that. It's not my business what other people think right, of me. Right. That has to be... That's hard. It's... That's hard. Especially until seventh grade, I thought everybody hated me. 
And then in seventh grade, I was like, well, it doesn't matter. They all hate me. I'm going to do what I want. And some point after that, everybody wants to be my friend. But even then, I don't trust it. Yeah. And it wasn't until college that I went, oh, everybody wants to be my friend. I'm lovable. Yeah. In this outside persona, as long as they don't see me eat. Hmm. So it's it's a messed up psyche. You're brain's messed up yeah i have an inner voice my inner child (sighs) she is awful Mm. she's so nasty she says the rudest things and she's just insidious wow so okay i I want to stick on the triggers for a minute so you had binge oral fixations things was a trigger like for me i know it's like when a woman has a baby and i go oh man that must hurt i hurt myself once i'm not equating (laughs) my injury to a baby and i'm not equating my experiences to yours it's all separate but there are different things we can all recognize in ourselves and mine is frustration when i get when i get mad or when i get overwhelmed it's like i'm having a burger or, you know, and that's the truth. Yeah. You know, that's how I, or, or, or buy something. I'll go to the store and buy a new speaker or a new something. And, but more, usually it's food. Usually. Because it's cheaper and yeah. more. And easy. I get it on any corner. And it's quick. Yeah. Like, and it satisfies it, like that. Yeah. Yep. You get several hits. You get the smell and the taste and the yep. satisfaction of having something personally made for you yeah i said hold the pickles and they did i never said i was like extra 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 i was always an extra pickle it's funny because the burger king commercials hold the pickle hold the lettuce special orders don't upset us all we ask it it feels like this mic is slowing my down i'm gonna try and sing faster hold the pickle hold the lettuce special orders don't upset us all we ask is that you let us serve it your way but i always said extra pickle and extra lettuce so i don't know what's up with that burger king is dumb in their uh, jingle (laughs) i was gonna say in their survey song yeah this microphone is slowing me down too isn't it weird it is super weird i don't know what's going on i feel like (laughs) it's suddenly just like in the time (laughs) war and that were super cool like in um reservoir dogs yeah but instead of walking it's we're talking talking really i I can't wait to listen to the playback of this and see because it honestly feels (laughs) like this mic is slowing me down my voice and my yes i've experienced that yes what the heck i wish i was more savvy Savvy. with this stuff i could probably figure out what's going on uh now we're completely derailed Okay, okay triggers you had other triggers so big triggers like frustration will get me not to eat oh i'm gonna frustrate you and (laughs) (laughs) oh i might eat out of spite so (laughs) um i have trouble with portion control because i just like to eat things yeah so sometimes i have to be very aware that I have to put something away or yeah. I need little children's bags like you put in school lunches. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then you can go, I can have two uh, 
which right. is then reasonable, but not you didn't open a bag because yeah. yeah. oh god, what if the clip comes off and they go stale? I hate that. You can't I better have finish stale them. chips. Yeah. Um, a big trigger for me is if something, if I feel thwarted in some way, like if I didn't get a job that I was told I was going to get, if I didn't, you know, I'm in a relationship with someone who is like, oh, I pointed you out to my former girlfriend and she was underwhelmed and I was like, oh my God, I have to eat my feelings. Yeah, he was a jerk. He's very lucky I never met him. Yes. I assume I've never met him. No. Okay. Because if I met him... You'd have to kill him. I would have to kill him. And Yeah, no, that was one of those things where you just went, why, why well, was I yeah. so infatuated? Why did I like you so much? Why right. did I change my schedule to hang out with you and do stuff? And why would you say that to right. me? Why would anyone ever say that to anyone? Right. Because you don't need to tell. She can be as underwhelmed right. as she wants. <laughs> right. That has nothing to do with me. You didn't introduce her to me. Right. And has you... nothing to do with us. With right. our relationship, it has nothing to do with. But the fact that you said that has a lot to do with us. Well, and I would imagine that he's pretty shallow and and would also say, oh, I showed my ex-girlfriend a picture of you and she was like, whoa, you know, uh-huh. both ways. You know, needing needing that type of validation or... Yeah, I I feel he probably had issues that he needed to work out with the ex. Yeah. And I don't know. So, okay, going back to the... To the uh, let's go back to the bariatric diet. What is, what is your bariatric team say you should eat? How many calories? What so type they of... They now say that I should eat... Uh, 1,200 calories, 1,000 to 1,200. That's not a lot, folks. No. And the app that that they originally had me sign up with was Lose It. They didn't have me sign up with Lose It. They give you several choices. Choices you chose. But a friend of mine was using Lose It. And so that just seemed like the best idea for me so that we could be Lose It pals. Right. And I really like Lose It. Um, and so Lose It plans your weight loss based on your activity at two pounds a week. That's the most they will go. Allow you to lose. Right. Or plan. For and lose. so they say you should be eating, at the beginning it was like 2,600 calories. Because I started closer to 400 pounds, and now I'm closer to 300 pounds. And now they say you should be eating 1,600, 1,700 calories. Okay. So now, and the surgical team, because they're like, oh, you're not losing weight. How about eat 1,000 to 1,200 in small meals several times a day because my stomach is small, so I'm supposed to plan my meals around really small servings again just clarify for me you had a a choice between the two surgeries and you okay and you thought though because of the meloxicam because of the anti-inflammatory originally take meloxicam if you did the other surgery okay originally i was doing the other one okay but 
when there's a whole issue with getting canceled and things happening and have to go to Kaiser to do it instead of OHSU, the team at OHSU went ahead and had the meeting with me and explained, which it said nowhere in the information. I sound so slow in my microphone. I don't know what's happening. It said nowhere in my information that I couldn't um, take the anti-inflammatories. So I thought, I just want to go with this other one. Well, when that's explained, I go for the one I have, the gastric, the sleeve gastrectomy. And... I think it's a good choice. It seems like leaving more of your digestive tract in play is better nutritionally because even no though I was trying to eat balanced, Abby was really being careful and we were really focused on everything we had being meeting all the requirements. I still lost a lot, a lot of hair. And so <laughs> from malnutrition, Oh my, okay. And so, I think it's coming back. That Fingers looks crossed. Like it. I didn't... Um, and so, I th- think that's just better for you don't me. Don't look like Mr. Magoo. Mr. Magoo? I don't know why Mr. Magoo, who's more known for his nearsightedness than his baldness, was the first bald person that came to mind over, I don't know, Michael Jordan, Bruce Willis, Walter White. Uh, Mr. Clean. There's a million other ones I could have gone with. Mr. Magoo. And why is Sanford and Son theme the music I'm playing for this particular bite? I don't know. Right. Also, the other one has this um, dumping syndrome happens, which if you eat too much sugar, too much fat, too much, I don't know, sugar and fat for sure. Right you suddenly could have explosive diarrhea and you have to run to the bathroom. And as we were talking about, I can't run. Well, it seemed like you'd only do that once or twice. <laughs> then you really <laughs> monitor the diet. I'm sure. I'm sure that is true. Because in a, in a bubble, that seems like a good thing. That yes. <laughs> you eat one gram too many of sugar. <laughs> you're pooping now. Right. And apparently it's like having food poisoning for about an hour. Like you're just sweaty and miserable. But again, that would slow you down. Yes. You'd be like, I don't need chips. I don't need I don't need butter on things. Yeah. Yeah. So um okay so twelve or a thousand to twelve hundred is what your bariatric your lose it app is sixteen to eighteen hundred. Yeah, is that about right? And I mean, I'm thinking you're gonna have to pick a lane and say. Well, since they've told me a thousand to twelve hundred, I'm trying to keep it in there. there. Um, okay. Most days, I'm right around eleven hundred. Okay, there've been a couple days where I'm closer to like. 1250 1275 a few days i've been at 800 which are not good days no that doesn't seem healthy no and the thing is i spent six weeks under 500 calories doing the liquid diet oh right after the surgery didn't lose weight wow that's inconceivable 
it is. So somebody has to have some sort of suggestion. Well, and the answer can't be just keep eating less. <laughs> right. Um, so I'm going to talk to my team. I'm going in for blood work when I get home. Okay. And then I'm going to talk to my team, my bariatric team. And they might recommend, I don't know when they would recommend it, me to have the other surgery on top of this surgery. Hmm. Obviously, that's something people do, right? Right. Okay, so it's not like an experimental... No, it's not. And <laughs> Don't be the first person to have any type of surgery, <laughs> unless you're dying, right. and it's your only hope. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, no, it's something people do, and it's... They said that's what could happen if you don't lose weight, which I just thought they meant, like, if you lost weight and gained weight back, I kind of thought that no matter what you would lose weight right because even eating my favorite things you get to the point you just you can't eat anymore okay, you know what we need to do we need to write a song pop tarts and pizza and <laughs> right. cheeseburger parfaits or you know whatever right. <laughs> these are a few of my favorite things why am i singing in slow motion i don't know maybe you're in the pool <laughs> <laughs> all right okay um all right so you're gonna go back and have blood work and the bariatric stuff what what kind of exercise resources do you have at home i don't know um one of the drawbacks prior to surgery is the pool's closing. Right. And I was having trouble getting in and out of the pools before COVID. Right. Um, in the summer of 2019, I, I, the last time I was in a pool, I could barely get out. It took everybody to help me get out of the pool. The steps were just too large. My knees were just saying no. And it was really hard. Some pools had um, a chair that rolls over. Right, and, right. Yeah, but you can only weigh 325 pounds. To You're almost there. I'm almost there. <laughs> but, you know, when I wasn't there. Yeah. And that's just got to make it even harder. You know, and then yeah. having people help you get out of a pool has got to make it harder. Yes. And have people, you know, that's 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 just got to be devastating it's got to be very hard it takes away all of my independence yeah. it takes away all of my feeling i can go out and do something even socially because what if right something yeah yeah what i if we need to go upstairs out of a pool <laughs> <laughs> What if I have to go up the stairs to use a bathroom? What if I have right, to go right. up the stairs to get into a house? And as silly as it sounds, sometimes going down is even harder. Yeah. No, you know, it doesn't sound silly. If they have a good railing, I can, like, pull myself up, oh. like, on a rope. Yeah. But going down is hard. Yeah. And it gets scary, you know. I have fallen multiple times. I have fallen with my crutches and without my crutches. I can't take my walker everywhere, so I don't like 
as trapped as I've become, and I'm not sure how not to be trapped at this point. Right. I would like to resume my sociability. And part of the thing that sucks, COVID happened. Yeah. And I was supposed to have my surgery at the beginning of COVID-ish, you know, like we didn't know COVID. It was put off a year or so, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so if I'd had it in March 2019... Is that when COVID hit? 2020. If I had it... Oh, I was supposed to have it in March 2020. Well, originally October 2019, then March 2020, and then I had it March 2021. I could have used COVID for healing time and and getting in shape. Now I do know that nothing was open. I couldn't have gotten in shape. There's nowhere to go. So I... I'm hoping gyms are open, um, but I'm thinking a mini tramp with a rail. Hmm. You know, you could bounce. It's supposed to be, um, doesn't hurt your joints. There's a word, you know the word. You're a personal trainer type thing. What? You know, non-impact. Low What's impact. What, what is that? What is I'm low impact? I will... <laughs> you better bring me a pizza. Uh, now and and it's funny you're joking of course but food has always been very comforting in our family for sure and and still i i know for me that there's times where i'm i I just want to eat something and the hard part for me is like i've been trying and doing pretty well although this last couple weeks got my schedule all jacked up but not to eat after seven o'clock was my was my thing 10 to 7 was my eating window and it's for for a long time years decades probably it oh time to go to bed let me go get something to eat let me go get a handful of cashews let me go get an ice cream let me go get you know, a bag of chips and eat this. And that's that's just the way it was. And luckily, and you being here has been great for reinforcing me. I mean, I've lost 20 pounds. Congratulations. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Shanna's doing great. Shanna's losing Dad's weight. Dad's blood numbers are amazing. Yeah, Duke so is good. my diet is, is kicking ha- ass for right. you guys. That's right. Um... Which has got to suck on a whole nother level, but <laughs> on a whole level. <laughs> but it's but you know, and again, you're not. I'm just gonna say this and hope honesty and candor override how it's gonna sound. Okay, <laughs> but you're not like a normal person losing weight. You're not right. like somebody who's trying to lose 10 pounds for the reunion or 20 right. pounds to climb half dome or you know, you're you're talking about a significant amount of weight with significant limitations of mobility and you know, different things. And we're talking about the reality is I was walking, you know, two to three miles to and from work. I was walking to rehearsals, which was another two yeah, miles. Now you're old. I was dancing. 
but I didn't lose weight then either. I mm. still was hugging the 200 pound mark, like 190 to 200, which if I was there right now, I could go skydiving. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, so that's always been my truth. Like I have worked out twice as hard eating half the calories and I'm not losing weight. And that is true. Now, that being said, I do have those horrible binge moments, which is I binge everything. Like, I'm like, I need a cheesecake. But before I eat a cheesecake, I should probably eat something healthy like a steak and some baked potatoes probably gonna have to have some tater tots to go with those yeah some mac and cheese mac and cheese just to get things started you gotta have all that yeah and so with my inability to understand portions (laughs) i would make so much food sometimes and i I feel like i have to eat it right right i mean that's an exaggeration of how much i'd make but even just making macaroni and cheese no, and you would, you'd, you've always, we've all made, like when I make goulash, when I make anything, we make, Shanna was just wondering if I'm going to be able to, to cook for two, you know, because right. when we had the kids and in the house and, and leftovers, we always had company, we always had things going on, I made a lot of food, and then I ate the food because it was good food, because I right. made it, <laughs> but, right. and it's there, and, and we were also... I'm incapable of wasting food uh, from our upbringing, right? Because of the people starving in Africa and China and all the and places. And my parents were raised during the Depression. Yes, and yeah, so were mine. No, mom's no, parents were raised during the Depression. <laughs> mom's uh, was the generation of the ration stamps Rations, of World War Two. Yes, yes. We and were just raised by those people. <laughs> it's famous quote, we can't have any nice food in this house because you'll just eat, eat it. it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, we will. And at the same time, getting the message, don't waste food. Don't throw anything away. Don't, you know, so it's... and. Pick a lane, Mom. Remind me. Am I wrong? Mom went through a whole period where she was just like sprouting things in all the cupboards and feeding us these sprout things. And then she would only bake bread for weeks at a time. Oh, I don't remember Mom ever baking bread. You had a car. (laughs) She baked a lot of bread. Uh, In Oregon? No, in South Carolina. South Carolina is also where she did all the sprouting of beans. I remember some sprouts. Lots of sprouts. I don't remember lots of sprouts. It felt like we would go weeks of just eating sprouts. And then she tried to fool us with the carob chocolate chip thing. Oh, I remember that. That uh, Horrible. Yeah. Don't. That's a painful memory. Yeah. It, it was stupid. It, it was so stupid. Carob yeah. is not chocolate. It is not. And don't try to pretend it is. Right, don't Maybe tell me it's chocolate. Maybe I would have liked carob. If I didn't expect chocolate. Yes. Yes. Well, you know, that's like Taco Bell. I like Taco Bell. 
But if someone said, hey, let's go get a burrito, especially living here in San Diego, right. the home of the most incredible burritos, and we went to Taco Bell and got a burrito, I would hate it. Oh, yeah. And because it's not a burrito. It's not a burrito. It's not Mexican food. It's relatively tasty, horrible, unhealthy, delicious, inexpensive, meat-like food. But it's it's not Mexican food. Taco it, Bell used to have the healthiest. They did thing on the they fast the soft chicken taco, the chicken yep. soft taco. Yeah, yep. and now they've changed it into the meat like the, the, substance, the chicken sour cream ranch bacon cheese. It's got no, it's got a bunch of sauce on it, and it's all yeah. been yeah. shredded to the point of not being able to identify the meat. It tastes good. <laughs> I'm getting. Uh, well, and that was another thing when I got in the pool is one of the things I did change was learning the healthiest alternative at each place. So like right. at Jack in the Box, you can get the chicken fajita, you can get the teriyaki bowl. If you go to McDonald's, they used to have a chicken sandwich and a chicken yeah. salad. They don't even have any grilled chicken at McDonald's at our, anything huh. in San Diego or salads. They yeah. just straight up punted health. They just go yeah. Big Mac, baby. And weirdly... The chicken McNuggets now are healthier than their chicken strips. Weird. That's wrong. But when I did, yeah, I, I saw the, the chicken nuggets. Well, the, and the problem with chicken nuggets is you look at the health information. They're not that bad, but you're going to eat 15 of them. Yes, <laughs> so, you are. So that because changes 20 it. for $5. Right. Exactly. I'm saving money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I try to buy these individually, yeah, couldn't do it. So, uh, let's look forward. What's um, you're gonna meet with your team? I'm gonna meet with my team. I am going to meet with my mental health specialist. I am going to start a new plan. I mean, this has been great. Like getting in the pool. Eating clean, eating healthy, yeah. eating small. But if this didn't work, yeah, I mean, it is absolutely devastating that I can spend so much time trying, not trying, actually doing all the steps. Yeah. And this makes me want to eat. This makes me like, well, if screw I do everything right, right, then yeah, screw it. I just, I just want some Haagen Dazs. No, I don't. I actually want Baskin and Robbins. No, you don't. You have to just completely change your mindset. You don't ever want ice cream again. Psst. <laughs> it's crazy talk. Uh, so I I'm interested in. And what they suggest next. I mean, I'm, I'm interested I'll absolutely in, tell you because, yeah. you know, it is, it's a journey. And, and they said last time on the phone, well, you know, it's a two-year journey. Okay. Six months in, roughly? Yeah. Is that about right? Yep. Okay. So, I, I'm cool with it being a journey. Right. And also... I'm going to look at a new doctor, period. My my primary care physician, I think it's crap that they're saying they're not going to help me with anything until I lose weight. As if I don't 
deserve good health care unless I'm skinny. So they can go piss off. They're going to provide good health care. They're going to find out what's causing all this pain. And if it's something I have to deal with forever, that's fine. But at least tell me what I'm dealing with. See, that's that's weird because I'm, who I'm, fifty eight coming up. Shut up. In like two weeks. That's so and, weird. And, and then mom and dad didn't have sex for another twenty years, and then they and had, had you. me. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my shoulder, because I still play, I still am fairly active. Yeah. And I and I still we've been playing basketball, but I hurt my shoulder, and. The doctor's first reaction was, "Well, maybe it's time to stop playing basketball," and and maybe it is. But why? Is why? it is it arthritis? Is it an injury? Is it you know? So we're gonna do an, another MRI and come up with a rehab plan. He's gonna give me a cortisone shot in my shoulder because my shoulder hurts. Yes, and I'm prepared at some point. Senior Nuts. Olympics, baby. Not <laughs> Senior Olympics have basketball, I think. Yeah, I don't know, but it's uh, it, it's it's hard to know. Am I going to have ankle pain the rest of my life? Yeah, and I keep telling my doctor. Still, I'm not ready to go into a pain management regime. Let's try and figure out what's wrong. You know, let's you know, and 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 maybe. I have no choice. You know, maybe that's just where I end up. But right now I'm not going gently into that good night. That's exactly what I was going to say. I'm going to rage, rage against the dancing of the, God dang it, rage against the dying of the light. Did I get it right? Yes. Okay, good. The, um, I've done pain management classes, uh, the system, and so you make a plan. If I were to do my plan, I would spend every waking hour only trying to manage my pain. pain. Yeah. Well, they gave me a shoulder regime they wanted me to do. And they said, you could do this at home every day. And I'm like, okay. Like, I had both my knees replaced. And I was a rock star. Doctor said this, I did this. Doctor said that, I did that. And, And originally... Try to do a little extra, set it back a little bit, you know, inflamed and swelled it. Said, hey, how come it's swollen? He goes, you did too much. I go, yeah, I did. And so I dialed it back. And I understand that more isn't always better, you know, that there's a there's a number. But I did everything. And I came through with flying colors. So they gave me the shoulder plan. And I'm like, okay, no problem. I'll If this is going to help, this is what I'm going to do. But literally, to go through the set of exercises was probably three hours. And that's just for the shoulder. Yeah. I I don't have three hours in the day. And now try to do it for your ankles and your knees and your hips and your elbows and your fingers. I lose feeling in my fingers. Ice baths. That's what you need. I want a cry. You want to cry? You can cry. It's okay. The, okay. the cryogenic machine? Yes, I think that's what it's called. Yeah, they have... You can get them for your house. Wow. Like, you can get a sauna and a 
cryogenic machine. And I thought, have them next to each other. Yes. Just go one to one, one to one. Yeah. And psh, you're good for the day. That'd be good. I would like that. I'll okay. see what I can do. I'll try, okay. to get a, try to get a bulk deal. Okay. <laughs> see, I buy one, get one free. I'm going to ask. Hey, never hurts to ask. And then they can ship it to San Diego. I'll drive up and with my truck and bring them down. Okay. A friend of mine has a sauna. Uh, so we could a, steal that. It's about a, well, it's eight by eight, and it's kind of built into the ground. Oh. So it'd be hard to cart away. I'd, I would steal it. But Somebody in Portland built a wood-fed sauna that he can drive around to parties. And wow. so you build the fire on the outside, and it feeds in, and people love him to come to their parties because oh, they just yeah. go out and sit and hit the sauna. Yeah, I always, I always loved the sauna when I was going to the gym, which has been a long time. Okay, so we're gonna talk to the the bariatric people. You're gonna get a new primary care. Um, we're gonna talk to the dietitian now. When you talk to your dietitian, do you, you they obviously know that you've had the surgery and they right? They so the dietitian with the bariatric compared to the nutritionalist with the weight loss class, right? The dietitian s- s- said things so like in the beginning, they were like, God said, let there be light. <laughs> they were like, don't eat anything and then only liquids and then you can have soups you can have smooth liquids bariatric yeah okay and you go through the whole process and you get to a point where they say okay you can now eat anything you want to keep it little and low and in between you know take a couple hours in between you're supposed to write down how each food made you feel which i didn't do and i should have done no, start over when you get back. Right? Um, but you were like, no, you can't eat fried wings. I'm like, no, I seriously can't. I can, I mean, not a ton, but I can have some. I still don't think. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But the, their whole thing was like, get used to eating protein first, all the protein. Then you can start adding your vegetables and then you can start adding your carbs, your starches. But we're adults. We are, I mean, I have a brother who's almost 58. (laughs) We we understand how meals work. Like you don't just eat chicken. You don't just eat turkey and then a couple of string beans. You, You try to have a balanced meal. But now that is not the point. The point is learning to make sure you chew, make sure you take your time, and you eat slowly and make sure your stomach is processing. Yeah, and again, one of the things I wish I was a little more diligent on why here was maintaining the regiment of planning around the eating. You know, we're going to yeah. eat. And, and again, it's all these things are so easy to say yes and especially when you can't function very well you can't like you can't go over and make a waffle or well not that you want to have waffles but you know what i mean you can't go and and create you know a meal you can't make a turkey sandwich on rye with lettuce tomato whatever i mean you, you just don't have that 
unless we could find a way to put a food station by the pool so while you're in the pool and you're you know right. moving around don't just drop out a hard-boiled egg or a yogurt yeah These no i mean like a whole I... stove and a refrigerator <laughs> and you're just in the pool because you could stand in the pool you could even tread water yeah for a and long cook. time absolutely so, okay that's Plus not I'm pretty buoyant you are buoyant i was talking to you once in the pool and you're just effortless and i'm drowning <laughs> so I'm like, I'm gonna go back over here to shallow end where I can stand up, because uh, that was that was rough. So okay, like uh, hard boiled eggs and yogurt. They also said they didn't want you on on like protein shakes and things like right. that. Right. They said that you had to stop using the protein shake because it doesn't work with the tool. Is a note that I wrote down. I don't know what it means. God, I wish they gave the class again. Yeah. After you start going through things. Yeah. Because you take it and you... I write good notes, but I have no point of reference to yeah. why it's they said that. that. I mean, with the, you think with technology, you could get the whole class and presentation through yes. a video file or something. So you could refer to it over and over and over. You I should. And I should just ask them what it means. Yeah. That's actually a good but idea. But the... When I talked to my team, they said, I, I'm not losing weight, and so 1,000 to 1,200, but make sure it's all food, stuff that I chew, so that I get used to chewing my calories. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, and I don't, I... Well, I mean, my advice is pretty unwavering. Listen to them. Right. I mean, that's... And, right. <laughs> I was like, okay, let's stop try, drinking. Try and, try and do what protein. they say. That, huh, just Like, yogurt is okay? Because you're not really chewing See, it. that's... Right. Yogurt was okay as part of the liquids. Oh. Which I'm like, that's not a liquid. Yeah, but protein shakes? They didn't want you doing protein not shakes? Not anymore. Huh. I'm still doing them with my coffee drinks. Yeah. Because it's delicious. Yeah. Absolutely. And 30 grams of protein. Yeah, those little plug, one of my sponsors one day might be <laughs> Kirkland Protein, Premier Protein Shakes. Yeah. 30 grams of calories, hundred or 30 grams of protein, 190 calories, yeah. and Very reasonable. 4 grams of sugar or something like that. It's really a and, healthy, power-packed, yeah. digestible, easily stored, easily carried easily frozen yeah, package so that's it's great yeah what other what other foods are going to be tools in your toolbox i mean uh, it's hard because part of my nutrition part of my class right one of the things that i discovered i love salads so fatty salads which is where you put a chicken on your salad or you right. put a steak or a hamburger or a turkey shrimp burger. Shrimp, yeah, any sort of protein, throw it on the salad. I love that. Apparently, that's not what I'm supposed to be thinking about. I should be working on more protein and different vehicles of greens. Different, like, not lettuce? Well, yeah, because lettuce has pretty much nothing in it. I like spinach salads, too. 
I like spinach. I'd put spinach in anything. Um, and I like all the peppers. I like, I like all the vegetables. Mm. I even like okra. <laughs> it's got a slime trail. Okra is nasty. Only because of the slime. The there's taste only, is delicious. Few, very, very few foods I don't like. Okra makes that list. Although I haven't had okra in 30 years, probably. Because of the slime? I don't. I just go okra. Slime. Maybe, but I'm... You're I'm not going to try it again. You don't care. I, I can't. Well, another food is bread pudding because it was a texture. And Aunt Mabel used to make the best bread pudding. And everybody would look forward to Aunt Mabel's bread pudding. And I would be on the verge of vomit every time. Because you had to eat it. I know. You I and couldn't... Abby both passed me your bread pudding. And you should be thanking God for my binging tendencies. Because I was able to put out all three bread puddings. Yeah, and it kept me from throwing up. And Abby, you both have that like... Egg, weird, soft gotta egg texture. Ugh, yeah. Gotta be scrambled dry. Yeah. 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 How do we get on... Bread vom- pudding. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, a lot of the things they say, and I say, are, you know, set some goals, set some short-term, medium-term, long-term goals, and then form your life and your activities everything's around reaching those goals um do you do you have specific things in mind yet or do you want to wait till you talk to well i have goals i mean i have one of the in both the bariatric groups and in my weight loss nutrition group we talk about setting goals for your weight so that it's not i I weighed 380, I weighed 330, I weighed 387, I weighed 331. Um, I have a goal that when I get to 299, I'm going to get my ears repursed. Okay. I let my ears grow in. I'm glad you didn't say I'm going to have a pizza or deep dish pizza or something. Oh, no, you can't reward yourself with food. Right. Oh, thank you. That's, yes. You you can't do that. No, no. Um. So I have all those little things. And when I get down to 200, I'm going um, indoor skydiving. All right. I'll go with you. Okay. And then when I get to 180-ish, I'm going to go outdoor skydiving. Oh, I don't know. Okay, fair enough. I wanted to do that forever. And it's just like one day I woke up and didn't want to do it. I wanted to bungee jump out of a hot air balloon for the longest time, and uh-huh. now I'm like, meh. I've bungee jumped for probably a dozen times in my life, which and it's always fun. I always like it, but I've always wanted to skydive, and then at one point, it was like a switch that said, meh. Because yeah. the thrill versus the risk. Well, and an indoor now, skydiving indoor. might be the best thing ever. No, yeah, that looks fun. I'm gonna, I'll, do, I'll do that for sure. Uh, let's see. Anything else we need to cover? Um, if in any way anyone out there is understanding where I'm coming from or interested in weight loss for a loved one, my brother here can tell you I have busted my butt and I did not lose pounds. 
I'm moving better when I there are no stairs involved. I have better muscle control. You swim laps. I can swim laps, which is crazy. Yeah. I can I can swim. Like yeah. I can do a lot of stuff, so it's very exciting. But the pound thing didn't happen and trying to disassociate those two things as reasons like if your self-worth gets tied into that yeah and your ability to set a goal and achieve a goal gets tied into that and when i set the goal of doing x y and z to get to the new a and i do x y and z but i don't get a it becomes a question of what's more important. Is A the thing that's important or is doing X, Y, and Z? So I have to believe X, Y, and Z are the most important and A is just a number. Yeah. Well, And, you, and I'm not always there. My inner voice is yeah, like... X, Y, and Z, I always say it's about the journey. I always say it's about the process. Um, you know, it's funny, a lot of my coaching days when I would coach kids, I don't think there's anything less important than who wins a youth soccer game or a little league baseball game or basketball or pop Warner football. I don't think there's anything in that process less important than the outcome. What is most important is learning discipline, showing up on time, working hard, giving honest effort, supporting your team, you know, all those skills, improving your individual skills, whether it be fielding a ground ball, shooting a jump shot, because honestly, once you're a teenager, let alone an adult, nobody gives a crap that you were the greatest Pop Warner football player right. <laughs> or that you won four Little League championships. I mean, nobody cares because what they're going to judge you on for the rest of your life is your process and what, what kind of teammate you are, what how hard you work. And now that doesn't... It's like supermodels, you know, they're always going to look good. They hit the genetic lottery. They're athletes that are always going to be better than every other athlete right. just because they hit the genetic lottery. You know, and then people would say, yeah, I agree with you. If you do this, this, and this, then the wins will come. And I'm like, yeah, usually. I mean, our teams are pretty good. But if you're doing it again be- to get the wins, right? you're doing it wrong. You know, and and you should be doing it to reinforce good habits, to work hard, to increase your skill. Because honestly, coaches, I hate to break it to you, but whoever has the better talent is going to win. You know, so if you want to go recruit a great team and win, it doesn't make you a great coach. It just means you had better players. Absolutely. And... The concept of being on a team, working together, improving your personal skills, that falls over everything in life. Yep. And so is it more important those kids have the win or the experience of working in that arena, whether it be softball, baseball, basketball, soccer, football, any of those things? Or theater, dance, sure. yeah. swim team. Band, ROTC. All those things. Yeah. yeah. Anytime you can have that experience as a kid is helpful. 
it was funny because you said no one's going to care about your wins and Pop Warner. They're just going to judge you on. And my inner voice said, your weight. And I really? went, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> it's it's serious. Okay, have it's, you named that inner voice yet? We got to name that bitch. We do have to name You know, listeners, we're going to take a, a week. A week from the air, the date this okay. airs. To, for you to send in your best answer for what we should name. To my... Send it to Tony Lawrence on the mic at gmail.com. That's the show email address. You can always email the show anytime. Tony Lawrence on the mic at gmail.com. And, and whichever we... name we choose will win a Tony Lawrence on the mic sticker. We got stickers. Oh, fancy we got stickers. stickers. Matter of fact, I'll send a sticker to everybody who enters. Nice. <laughs> and I'll send a sticker and a magnet <gasps> to the winner. Yes. And if it's good enough and you're local, maybe a Tony on the mic cap. Ooh, you're swag. fancy. Yeah, I got swag. You can you can buy stuff at TonyOnTheMic.com. If you go to that, there's fancy a Fancy swag. Yep. And I swag. haven't figured out yet how to get all of the pieces together, like to order the mugs and the different stuff easily. Right now, I get hurt. Right now, I have shirts and sweat shirts and hoodies and caps and stuff like that. And I have mugs and travel mugs and magnets and buttons, but I can't integrate them together yet. But I will. You will. So. Or you'll find a college student to do yes, it for you. I will find someone to do it for me. Well, any words of hope or inspiration? Yeah. You know what? I think you're great. You should just be great. Not for me. Not you. You're. Oh. All right. Okay. All right. Sorry. 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 Go on. <laughs> I th- you're I talking to the right. audience. The audience. Okay. I think you're great. Okay. You have interesting stories to tell. You're an interesting person. Do you try to be confused. as healthy as possible? Are you talking possible? to me? No, I'm not talking to you, Tony. You're okay. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Start over. Okay, listen. Audience at home. You are great. Tony's okay, but you are great and regardless of your weight regardless of whatever it is you're trying to do it may not be weight loss maybe you're trying to learn a foreign language or accounting or how to integrate your swag do the steps take the time to learn do the best you can and if it doesn't work there's always liposuction (laughs) okay now, are you talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> Mostly about liposuction, yes. Yeah, well, the, it's funny because now with a lot of the gender pronouns, which I'm trying to embrace, uh, it's the they, them, when talking about one person that I have the most problem with. I think right. we need a better, a better term because they, them is typically plural. And in one of my writing classes, the guy says, they chased them until they got tired and they stopped and i'm like did both of them stop did one of them stop that's tough you know it is tough and i totally understand the pronoun modifications and absolutely and all that stuff but i 
I don't and think the we're need there yet. For it. Yeah, I don't but, think that we're there yet. I don't, yeah, and no. I don't think they is the answer. So I've heard Z and Zer, which I'm not sure what that means. Yeah. But somebody said I prefer they, but I also accept Z or Zer. So now I have to look that up. Sounds like he or she. So I don't know how that works. I don't either. I don't know what either. I don't know what it means. Well, we'll have to look it up. I'm old. I'm going to look it up, and I will tell you on another future episode. Yeah, maybe get somebody in here who... If you go by Z or Zer or Zay, I forget exactly what it is. Or they or them. No, I don't want more than one person. No, if they go, if the person, if if the singular person is they. Meaning... They're gender fluid? ambiguous or fluid. I have, I don't know. Or non-binary. You really have got to get a panel. Why did we start this? <laughs> oh, gosh, I just feel like I care so much and I know so little. Ah, it's a tough position to be in. Yeah. Oh. We will solve this topic on another episode of Tony on the Mic. When I, hopefully our mics aren't slowing down. I can't wait to play this back. I know. Hopefully, and find out. hopefully it's brilliant because <laughs> it sounds like we're talking underwater. It's Although cute. it wouldn't sound like that. Not really like that. <laughs> really <laughs> slow. Like you're listening to your audibles, and then instead of doing it at one point. One five, you have suddenly turned it to point seven five, and point seven five feels like an eternity. I was gonna do the um, you know, forty five or or thirty three or seventy eight, <laughs> but I was yeah. like, the kids won't get no, that. No, they won't get that, but they will get the podcast speeds. You know, oh, nice. those who listen to podcast, but anybody listen to this listens to podcasts, Ba-ba-ba. so they'll know. So, in case you don't know, you can listen to your podcasts at double speed, one and a half times, one and a quarter times, point seven five times, point five times. So, if we do in fact sound underwater, turn it up, speed it up, baby. You've got the power. I got the power. We didn't have any commercials. No, we didn't. That's all right. This is a, this is a special after school episode. Uh, <laughs> a very special episode. I might I might still edit in some commercials uh, at at one of the change points or edits or something. Okay. All right. With that, we are going to sign off. So good night, sweetheart. You gotta let me do my thing first. Oh, sorry. You can find episodes at TonyOnTheMic.com, Tony on the Mic at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Tony on the Mic is everywhere. Only some of it's populated right now, but I promise to populate it more and faster with quality entertainment. Now, say goodnight, Valerie. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. Boom, 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 boom. I think you're singing super slow. I, what am I? I think so. Try it again. Pick up the tempo a little bit. Okay. 
Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. I hate to leave you, but I really must say good night, sweetheart. Good night. Good night, everybody. Tony in the Mesa. The Mesa. Outro. 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 And that's going to do it for another episode of Tony on the Mic. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting. I want to thank my guests. I want to thank my sponsors. And you can find more info and episodes at TonyOnTheMic.com. Tony on the Mic on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube. All these platforms are slowly becoming populated with quality entertainment products. So check it out. And tell your friends and click and like and subscribe and all that stuff. 